from Plant Lab in Austin, Texas. This is Stacker News Live. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another exciting episode of Stacker News Live. Woo, doggy! It's Friday, Kia. Wow! Can you believe it? That's a, that's a Texas uh, intro for sure. I can I can believe it's Friday because I watched all the other days go by. Do you remember how it used to be when we grew up in the 90s where it would be like, thank God it's Friday. It was like a whole thing. It was a whole movement, TGIF. Do you remember that? I don't remember that. Uh, I think I'm the right age to remember it, but I don't. Wait, you were born in the, you were, you grew up in the 90s, didn't you? Uh, I don't want to dox my age. I might be older or younger than you (laughs) might think. Oh, wow. Really? So you didn't grow up in the 90s. I got to be. I'm going to be sneaky. I I mean, I, I think I remember that. I think I remember what I remember about around TGIF was uh, there was like um, a full house on TV oh, yeah. and family matters. I remember yeah. that. I was, I was big into family matters at one point. Dude, love Urkel, Urkel man. A lot. Loved Urkel. I just remember seeing Die Hard as a kid and thinking like, oh, that's the guy from family matters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which was really unnerving because he doesn't—he doesn't seem like Urkel at all. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's funny. All right, let's get into the uh, top five stories of the week on Stacker News. Yeah, uh, bit, things in Bitcoin happened this week. Uh, top story of the week. Car might have something to say about this, but this is the the Plub Lab course. What? This made the top the number one story. Wow, this is the number one story of the week. Dang. I mean, you know how successful this has been so far. Yeah. Yeah. yeah try to stay humble. Uh, pretty, pretty great. Uh, basically, Club Lab teaches you how to build a Lightning wallet, assuming you have no existing programming knowledge. It takes mm-hmm. you from basic HTML and CSS and JavaScript and Bitcoin stuff to using Ellen Bits and and uh, building a full wallet, uh, which is pretty, pretty cool. Yeah, it's everything to say. Yeah, I was gonna say like it's been a long time coming. Like we've been hearing about people have been like even back in ABC. Like people when we were running it, people wanted to get involved in the Bitcoin space. They wanted to, like, even we would have people like show up to our hackathons and they would be sitting on the sidelines, but they wanted to do something but they couldn't. Um, so this has been like a number one requested thing. When we had our open house, they're like, when are you guys going to do like some type of like course there or something where plebs can become devs? Like it, it's been going on since about probably like April. Um, but even as early as January. And, and I remember us talking to like some people inside of um, inside of Austin about this that have tried to do this in the past, but have been unsuccessful and picking their brains about it and like what they did and like, yeah, so it was something that we had been asking other people inside of Austin, like how they did it before um, and like what things could we avoid. And so I think after a certain point, we realized like it was going to be on us to do it. So we went ahead and started doing it. And um, thank God, Super and Austin put together a nice curriculum. And I think the whole premise was how do we how do you go from like zero to like Bitcoin builder, right? Like how do you go from absolute pleb to dev? And uh, this was like the bare minimum of what you would need to be involved in a hackathon where you would kind of know. Um, and then this would get you on the path to further discovering the rest of Bitcoin. I think one of the biggest problems that we kept seeing over and over was that people were like, well, there's free stuff available there. And 
our mindset at Pleb Lab was like, yeah, but there's not a Bitcoin or frame framing to put it around. So this will get you like direct um, Bitcoin knowledge and what you need to get started uh, developing on an open source project. So it's been really successful. Yeah. We have over 200 people signed up here in the first four days. Like we have like over 20,000 views on Twitter. Um, and then is um, it over 200? It says 198. Oh, Do you have it? a better number? Yeah. I have yeah. the ones in the back uh, like oh, okay. on the actual Udemy thing. Um, so it's, it's, uh, it's pretty, it's pretty amazing. And then the ratings have been pretty good. There's been some good feedback, so we're definitely going to work on that. I know Austin has kind of started the Discord, so he's in there answering questions. He set up like a chat bot too as well to answer simple questions. Um, yeah, so, he was telling me about that today. He used chat GPT yeah. uh, to do a little chat bot. Yeah, the reviews seem pretty good. I mean, so far, good value for the cost. That was I another recognize. thing too. Like one of the other things that we noticed that like, that were on there it was just a bunch of web three courses on udemy um no one was doing a, a lightning course per se and it was just kind of like wow like how is there only web three like so i i imagine like other uh, we'll get we'll have some more people contribute to doing this so i hope to see more and more lightning and bitcoin courses on udemy i think we've proven like hey we could probably if all of us were focused on this uh, on Udemy, we could we could saturate that market and and get Bitcoin out there to more and more developers or even more Web three who don't even know that there's much difference, you know. So, but it's yeah, pretty cool. I I've been excited about it. I mean, I watched your release video like I don't know, probably like five or six times. It was a lot. It's just a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, it got a lot of good feedback. Just on the advertising side and the marketing side, like looking at that, like Elon's exactly right, dude. Like he's been talking a lot about the impressions and stuff. Um, I'll show you. I'll show you more of the, of the of the stats and all that stuff on Monday when we go in our meeting and stuff. But dude, you can see direct correlation from Twitter to to Udemy and then to purchase, and then you 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 can do the math on the uh, like the views and the actual. Like, yeah, dude, Twitter's like social graph is obviously impressive, but even the metrics behind the scenes, when you look at the actual visual data behind a tweet, it's fascinating, dude, how that, and then you translate that to like, what do they call that? Like link to click sales funnel or whatever it's called. Conversions. Conversions. As Bitcoiners, we never really think about that. But when you really start putting your brain power behind it, you start realizing like, oh, this is actually, um, I'm not going to say it's easy, but this is actually a lot more streamlined than we first anticipated. Yeah. When people really geek about, geek out about numbers like that, they begin, they begin thinking about those, that conversion number. They're like, all right. So I know if I put out a tweet with a Udemy link in it, the conversion rate is like 1%. And then they, then they're like, okay, so if I can, uh, get a hundred times the views, I get, you know, I get a hundred times the conversions or I get, hundred yeah hundred x more conversions um so you begin th- you begin like trying to increase your view number um and to, I, I also cause, think because you know the con- the conversions stem from that i i also think like uh, just in general too like uh, trying to market to bitcoiners is a lot harder than trying to market to normies like it the same stuff does not work like you can't you can't market to bitcoiners the same way you can market to normies it just doesn't work um, you have to market to them a different way. 
Um, we're just a lot smarter, sharper, and we see through all the BS. Like there's just, and that's not a bad thing. That's just the way the world's moving. <laughs> like you know, uh, so mm. it's it's just. I a, think it's a, double. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. I was gonna say it's a. I think it's a double-edged sword because I I find Bitcoiners like really supportive. Oh, they are. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Of Bitcoin-oriented things, so I don't. I mean, imagine you made this video and it was for Web three. Like I don't know. I don't know what the reception would be. It'd be hard to tell. Or you made this video and it had no association with Bitcoin. I, I would be curious to know what the like the conversion rates on that kind of thing, or like how how many people actually watched it and said good things about it. Oh, dude, if we would have if, if we would have put like Web three branding all over this, we would have had like thousands of people. <laughs> like, but in, but it would have been marketed towards a different demographic. Like, I don't. Uh, there's make no mistake, dude. Like those guys are winning, but. They're they're not they're not winning because of like the technology. They're winning because of their marketing and their advertising strategies, uh, and then also they just have boatloads of it. So like as Bitcoiners, you have to like be that much better at marketing and strategy. You got to be that much better at advertising. You got to be that much better to uh, go into market with something. And then on top of that, you got to be that much better about the product that you're actually making. It has to be ten times better than what they would do. So it's like trying to trying to you know mow past these like these at least web three guys and the these fiat and ethereum guys it's, it's going to be really tough but i think we can if we all just start sharing our knowledge about it i think we can all make strides in that direction and this is how we win yeah but, uh, i think this course is really cool i think it's great to to it seems like a minimum viable like uh course material to get someone to a developer like it gives them just enough to get started and then learn learn more on their own or learn more in other courses elsewhere um and I think that's pretty great. And there's a lot of great comments in the thread, but we don't want to get stuck on too much yeah. uh, inside baseball stuff. Although it was the top story of the week and I had no uh, part in making it. A top <laughs> I know. Story. I know. I that's that's one thing. That's one thing I will say about Keon. Like when it comes to like Plub Lab and Stacker News, he does not help us at all. <laughs> that's <laughs> right. There's, a clear, there's a, it's a clear delineation. There's, I, yeah. I mean, if I, if I do help you, it'll be with a boost. It'll be transparent. I mean, I can't, I don't do any manipulation of the ranking other than I'll spend sats on something I, I like a lot. And that's, I mean, but that everyone else has that power too. Um, yeah. What's uh, the this? next up story? What? What's this right here? I heard about this. Did you, uh, the jokes in this are amazing. So go, <laughs> go. Yeah. I love the, I mean, I love the graphics, the, uh, I mean, it, it kind of, I mean, the cashew in the app kind of looks like a dick with glasses, but other than that, it's, I mean, it, that's, that's part of what makes it hilarious. But, uh, ba basically it, we learned about a little bit about cashew on a, on a previous, uh, SNL or we, we did, we did, there was like a release or something mm -hmm. around it. Yeah. Like we two, week, about like a little two bit. weeks ago. Yeah. But it's basically an e-cashment open source, you know, interops with lightning pretty well, you know, not like Fediman has a single uh, signer for the mint, but, uh, they released an Ellen bits plugin that allows anyone now to create a cashew mint. Um, and it's pretty fun. Uh, I haven't, I haven't created my own mint yet, but you, there's like video, they show a video. Where was I watching it? I think it was on Twitter. Uh, Callie has a video of it, but of them, creating their own creating an e-cashment yeah so it looks like it's on the adopting bitcoin galoi stage that's where they had it first um yeah it's, they it's, had a they had they announced it uh or they announced 
they did a presentation on it there. It's it's amazing to me that uh, that because wasn't Fetty doing the exact same thing uh, as this, or am I, or is this completely different? It's not completely different, but it's it's quite different. So in this case, okay. you're trusting you're trusting one person. Uh, you're trusting one person to be uh, the token issuer at the mint. Um, and in Fetty's model, you have multiple people that you're distributing trust across. So it's what what's called federated in the Fetty model. And so it's it has a bit it has like it's less trustworthy. It's like it's more trustless. Fetty's model is more is more trustless, and this model is a little more trusted because you're trusting the single mint uh, mm-hmm. owner. But if you really trust the person who is operating a cash unit, it, you know, it makes it makes sense to use it. Um, it's it's just I think mostly at the at this stage these kinds of things are fun. I don't I don't think. You know, and I'm not sure anyone's use, plans to use Cashew at huge scale yet. I think it has a little less. Um, I think I think that's really the 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 main differentiator between Cashew, something like Cashew and Fetty, is that you're you have relatively centralized trust in Cashew, and so a lot of people are weary of that, and so they'd be more more inclined to have a more federated trust model like with Fetty and, and therefore many people think Fetty will scale better yeah. than, uh, in this type of model. Uh, but did cool you story. The, did, you see the, did you see the joke what? at the bottom? Uh, what joke? One of the stackers oh. put um, that right there. The, the bank of Christine. So, so, yeah. So the BTC manual, he said, brilliant. Looking forward to seeing how this grows and congrats on bagging the open sats bounty uh now you can make your own bank and then darth coin goes and chrissy lagarde launched her own private bank <laughs> and then somebody goes uh i thought she already had one <laughs> uh-huh. i thought it was hilarious it's darth, good darth coin man coming in with the jokes i love it i know he's still he's sticking around he wrote he did you see the big thread he wrote us up about his stacker news complaints after oh no! No, no, I haven't seen it. Should we bring it up during the um, our picks? Maybe I'll have to find it, but okay. it might be it might be kind of hard to find. But he um, he had like a bunch of things that he wanted. Okay. So we were we were talking about creating a Darth Coin only sub and stuff, and we we're joking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> uh, he wrote he wrote a he wrote a nice uh, oh, complaint. Cool. I'll check it out to the to us. Um, Anyway, the next top story is uh, an AMA from the founder of Valera. His name is Az. Um, I saw, I first heard about Valera when a tweet, their tweet storm was shared, this tweet storm here, where they kind of talk about everything they're going to build. Um, and I was pretty intrigued. It basically makes claims around being able to run uh, lightning nodes at at 10,000 times less the cost than something like voltage is basically what they, what, what he claims here. Hmm. Um, you know, squinting, I, I think squinting is the right response to this. Um, and then goes on to talk about a number, like kind of, kind of the overall architecture, how they're going to like pretend the node is on when it's not. And that's how they're going to like save compute resources, etc. I mean, it all sounds like pretty like plausible technically 
um, but hard to really verify without the software being released or having any proof of concept out. So my, re- I mean, based on this and some of the questions I ended up asking as in the, in the AMA, it seems like this is mostly, uh, you know, theoretical, like optimistically, this is theoretical, if not just like hypothetical. And, um, I'm a little concerned it's vaporware, uh, and that's and a and a bit wow. o- and a bit optim and a why, bit optimistic. Why do you say that though, Keon? Like what what stands Cause I, out? Because there's, no, there's nothing released yet. It's all ideas. It's all like it's all this Twitter thread, and then um, and then a lot a lot of ideas though. Not just like Indra in itself, which is this product I was describing, is a very is a is a significant engineering effort. Um. And would be worth a lot of money if it if it worked well, and you know companies like Voltage don't have it, uh, even though they have a large engineering organization. And so you could you you could say there's there's a good reason it doesn't exist. But if that if that's something you were working on, then, um, you know you would you would be probably only working on that. But then he's also then he's also working on other things. He's also working on hardware. Working on live signers, which are, I presume, are like uh, remote signers for Lightning nodes, and then also a payment ring simultaneously. Another thing to note is he's a, he's 16 years old, uh, and so I think he's I think and I don't. It's ambitious. Don't, 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 it's just ambitious. Exactly. Youngster. It's that's he's an ambitious 16 year old. There's nothing wrong with and that. He's a he's a Chad, a 16 year old Chad from the UK. He just entered college, so he's very he's like. He's ambitious, but I think I think at this stage the right way to view this is is vaporware until it appears because it just ma- it, he makes he's very good at uh, the way the way Kevin Rook described him to me was he's oh um, Kevin's already he, talked to him on the pod he has he oh, said wow. he's like he, on his pod he's though? like a young on his pod yeah he said he's like a young he said he's like a young Elon Musk like it, you know understands the technical side and the sales side simultaneously and he definitely does good at good at sales he can he spends a very you know his twitter thread is very compelling um but i think you know you know perhaps like Elon Musk this will be uh it'll take you know we'll we'll have self-driving cars in 10 to 20 years rather than rather than 6 months um well, but, uh, I, I, I will yeah. say just, you know, I'm, I'm going to say, hey, keep going. What's his name again? As. As. Keep going for it, man. People Heck are going yeah. to tell you you can't do something. People are going to say it's vaporware. People are going to say it's impossible. If you don't go out there and try it, prove, prove them wrong. I'm definitely not I, saying it's what, impossible. I'm definitely I'm, not I'm, saying don't stop. I'm, all I'm saying is at the, I wouldn't hold my breath waiting for the project to be released in the way he describes it. I, I, I will say this though. Like, I think one of the biggest things I learned early on when you like try to be an entrepreneur and stuff is you can't um, go out there and say what you're going to do and then expect everybody to be like, Oh, great. I can't wait to see like, you're better off just not saying anything and just go do it. <laughs> like, That's what I've learned personally. And he'll, he'll learn that too. Um, so he's still young. was 16, dude. Like, yeah, no, I was, it's amazing. I was watching uh, family matters and stuff. <laughs> yeah exactly i can't i couldn't string together a sentence i was playing 16. freaking pokemon yeah no was, i mean very he's very impressive and uh i mean if he keeps up this trajectory he'll be 
uh yeah come you know, to plug lab man come to plug lab <laughs> that's what i that's would right. say get it i would say move for, to austin for something like that like be around builders when you're building it and you can build it much more faster for sure. It'll definitely help you uh, accelerate your learning a bit. Um, he said he's been developing for three to four years, which Good is great. I mean, he started roughly in middle school, which is about the right the time a lot of people begin programming if they're if they have like parents or schooling that is is available uh, that provides a he could be the next Jack been, Maulers, dude. I mean, you never know, man. There's a young, a no, lot of, of young, course. talented kids out there. No, you got, I mean, this is, I mean, it, it, the, the extent that he understands the things that he understands are, you know, uh, incredible. I just don't, I just, I don't know of any, any, open, any of the, co- like none of the, I asked him in here, it's like, has a code been released? When are you planning to release anything? And all the answers are kind of like, you know, like, yeah, eventually He's, we'll do it. Yeah. That's it's all. It's on that's, his roadmap disclaimer exactly it's on the roadmap he's going to see just starting school so that's good man i can't wait yeah it's awesome uh i do recommend i mean his ideas are are good i mean i think you know there i think there are there's definitely something to a lot of the ideas around like kind of spoofing a node you know making it look like it's there when it's not so that it doesn't actually have to be up and using resources these kinds of things i think are you know, legitimate paths to maybe improving the optimizations. Oh, I'm already um, following him. Wow. Okay. There you go. Plus, he's really he's really good with it. Yeah. I mean, he has more he has more social media followers than me already. So uh, maybe I also, you know, maybe I have no idea what I'm talking about. And, no, uh, I think you do. I think you do. I I think ultimately you just know what it takes to like actually run a company. And I mean, you you technically run two at this point. So. <laughs> someone but like it's like yeah you know more than most and like it's just like you like to give that reality man so it's um this is good reality you should probably you know still really looking i mean a a kid to watch uh he's he'd be in my 16 under 16 list in bitcoin um you know like a forbes 30 under 30 oh wait are you gonna make a list on stacker news I mean, he'd be the only 16-year-old I know who'd be on. I feel like I feel like that, that should list. be like a Monday post. Give us your top 20 Bitcoin. You know what I mean? I feel like uh, I feel like I've been seeing a lot of those on Twitter. Yeah, but those are all like crypto, and then like people mocking the crypto ones. So. Oh, is that what's going on? Okay. Yeah. Uh, all right. The next top story. And sorry if I was like negative on. No, you know, I, I, just, I just, I just wanted to warn people. Just give, give some balance, you know, like you give them the, the hard, hard pill and like cars, like, here you go. Don't, don't get discouraged. She's 16. But like, yeah, you yeah, totally look, vaporware. Yeah. I don't, I do, yeah. I don't, I don't mean, I don't, I don't mean to give the black pill on it, but it's like, yeah. uh, now you're good. Just a little bit, a little bit cautious. Um, the next up story is a search engine called Real Search by Brugeman. Oh. Uh, it's a pr- it's a proof of concept lightning search engine, uh, and it's it doesn't it I believe it's not operational at the moment. I tried to use it, and it it keeps giving yeah. me an error message. So, do you want to give you? I can give you my thoughts first, unless you want to go. I've been On waiting. the mall. Uh, I, yeah, I have a little bit to say. It's mostly, it's, it's mostly, it's a, it's a really, it's a, yeah. like a, it's an interesting, interesting, uh, 
product to build. I know Max Webster talked about this in a blog post that was pretty popular in Synchronous. He talked about it on SNL too. Um, this idea of using value to somehow rank content, not just in a context like Stacker News, but across the entire web and like a Google-like context would be kind of interesting. Um, he In his about page, this is where you can kind of learn more about it. He kind of describes what his intentions are around it to get the actual web, the people providing the content uh, money and then have people who are searching pay so that they don't have to be become the product themselves, like in in Google-like products, where the attention span of the searcher is kind of the uh, the the value that's transferred. Anyway, like the intentions and those kind of like for those kind of high-level goals, I think are good. Um, but it's it's a very early product, and I don't you know I think it, I think it's just at this like proof of concept stage. What's interesting is if you read the comment thread. He actually wasn't even aware of Max's um, blog post. He hadn't even read it. Uh, Neo shares it here. And then he, respond, he responds, wow, it's a lot to unpack. So he had this idea independently, which is pretty, pretty awesome. What you, were can your, your thoughts, you can kind of tell. You can kind of tell. I was going to say, like, yeah, that, that's good that he put that because you can definitely tell, which is good. I, I think I think look, the more and more I thought about this, then this came out. I read about it. I used it. The more and more I see this, Keon, I think I don't think it gets solved this way. Like I don't think you, if you're really trying to compete with Google or, or or if that's really your goal is to replace Google, it's not this way. It's not. It's just not. I think the way is the browser. I think the browser is the way. I think if there's anybody that that has the opportunity to do this, it's probably impervious. And but they just need to like because like think about it, Keon. Like at this point, where do you use search at? literally in the browser it's in the browser yeah. um and and so at this point like you need a browser that's lightning enabled but it has to its sole thing is for it to just be this lightning enabled browser now what that means in your definition of it i don't know i just know that whoever builds that browser whoever can win you can it's easier to win the browser wars the, easier to win the browser market amongst bitcoiners amongst others than it is to go out and try to beat Google head on. Like, it's just not going to happen. Um, at this point, they're so entrenched. It's in every browser. Like, how are you going to get in those browsers? You're not. It, it, you have to be, it has to be a browser. And I think at that point, it can happen. Now, how that happens and how that works and all of this, I'm glad that he built it though. And I'm glad that he's not paying attention to anybody. He's just doing it in his silo. I think for something like this to get tips, for somebody to build something like this successful, the search engine, I think it has to be done amongst a group of people. I mean, look how many people they had in, in the in the first interim of Google. Wasn't it like two or three? It was like the three. Wasn't it like Serge, Sergey? Um, what's the other one's name? Oh, Sergey Brin and Larry Page. Yeah, wasn't it just like those two guys for like in their yeah. dorm room? Like you're going to need more. You're going to need more people than just like yourself. It's just not going to happen. It's too... Uh, I mean, that's my take on it. That's my take on it. But yeah, a lot of the research around search and stuff is now, uh, like free and available public domain stuff. And a lot of like the ability to scale yourself as a founder has never been better, uh, especially with a lot of the AI tools coming out. And so I don't, I imagine a single person could tackle search in a new way. Um, so I don't want to say that can't happen. 
Uh, I think there are, you know, my other, my main criticisms uh, to the extent that I've used it, which I really can't because it's, it's not really working. It's not, that I don't know if I, I don't know if I want to pay per search, um, when I could get search for free unless I'm able to earn money. So exactly. That's why the browser works. Like it has to be something you're not even, it, you have to remove that friction, right? Like it has to be, but you also want better results. So if you can remove the friction, You'll just do it in the search. It'll automate. You go to the website if you want to go to the website because you can still have it. But I even think at this point, maybe that chat open AI thing is actually probably a better search engine. Have you seen what uh, what Domus is doing over there? On Dom- like he has it connected to his freaking app, dude. And you're asking, I'm asking it questions like, what the? So we might even yeah. we might even just pass Google totally with just like open AI. Like that's crazy. Yeah, I don't think I'm not so sh- I'm not convinced that'll happen either. That's maybe like another extended conversation, but uh Yeah, I mean ChatGPT is amazing uh to you know, and and a lot of the things it does um and I think it it's going to I think the world is going to change pretty fast uh, around AI, but uh I don't know, still really, you know, excited um that someone has done a done a pass at this problem. And curious where it goes. I think the insight around, you know, doing, I think, you know, that, that would be an interesting direction for impervious to That's go That's where in. they should go. It's like obvious. It's completely obvious. Um, it, it, it's one of the things that was my biggest criticism. It wasn't that they just try to fit too much all at once. Um, and it just needed to just be a great browser first. But if they just did well, think, a great, if they did a great browser and put all the other ones and spun them out into apps, Keon, and then had, and then focused on this search thing. Oh my God. Like that would be amazing. Um, yeah, I think, but, I think the point, like where your point really landed with me is like, where do I spend the majority of my time in the browser? It's on websites. And then in that search in the, in the mm-hmm. URL bar searching for stuff and where did, and where did impervious build its product in like an empty tab where I'm not really spending much time, uh, or, do, or trying to do other things in, in the mm-hmm. browser. And so I think, I think that like, building building a product in a in an area that's high traffic for a user is probably is is like where i found uh your insight really landed with me uh let's keep moving the next top story is uh, an ama from the ceo of apollo uh, i don't know if you've checked out apollo yet but uh julian farrer i think is how you say it i talked to julian like a year ago when he was first uh, considering working in in Bitcoin, launching a Bitcoin startup, and just kind of gave him my 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 point of view, which wasn't much at that point, still really isn't much. But he, uh, I tried to share with him whenever I could, and then he ended up launching Apollo. Apollo basically lets you uh, write get get paid in Bitcoin to write reviews, um, and. Yeah, so they have like incentive, an incentivized review system, and then I believe you can also get other types of rewards. Um, I haven't I haven't reviewed anything on there. I need to do a deeper dive on it. We did a whole AMA with him. You can kind of hear about uh, everything yeah. they plan to do with the product, some of the some of the pain points. Yeah, I always see his Twitter threads. He always has some really insightful twi- uh, you know, yeah. Twitter threads on on Twitter. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to using it. I just need a reason to start doing it. I don't really have one right now. 
Yeah, next time I buy a Bitcoin product, I know there that's what a lot of the reviews focus around now. Uh, I'll I'll try to go there first, but I should also probably write my own review there just to check it out. I know there's been a, a little bit of cross-posted stuff between Stacker News and Apollo, but I don't know. Really cool. They have like a three-person founding team, uh, Julian, Tom, and Sayhill, which is great. I mean, that's a that's a really nice size founding team. Um, kind of bullish on them. I'm pretty sure. Uh, uh, there were some people I knew who invested in it uh, early on. Anyway, great, great AMA. Another person building like a sad incentivized product. I think we're going to see a lot more of this as time moves forward. And, you know, hopefully we're not all crazy and it actually makes sense. Um, but it's validating to see other people like, oh, yeah, there's maybe there's maybe something going on with, with sad incentivized. Good, good AMA if you want to learn about uh, how Julian thinks about his product, which is very clear, very, you know, he's very lucid. Um, and it's great to, it's great to learn from him. Yeah. I, I love watching and reading his, uh, tweet threads. Yeah. His tweet threads are also really good. Um, great marketing. So we're on to our, our top stories of the week. Uh, my top story is I had to, I mean, this wasn't, this week was hard cause there were so many good mm-hmm. stories that were shared this week. I had, I struggled, but the next top story, like the sixth top story was this one from super test net, uh, who I, who I miss. I miss mucho. Do you and, really uh, miss him? I do miss him. He would come, he would stop by my office every day and say hello. And we'd have a little chat about what we're working on. And it was just a good, it was like a nice, uh, it was like a nice little perk me up in the middle of the day, a little shot of super espresso. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't really miss him. Um, just because I like I oh, how dare you? No, no, I don't. I mean, like, yeah, I, I want him to come back uh, when he comes back next year, but I don't really miss him because, like, I'm one of those people that cherishes you when you're in front of me. So if, oh, I don't if do you're, that at all. Yeah, if you're not in front of, that's why I'm so enthusiastic and like uppity up when I meet people because I'm like cherishing you for that moment. And if I don't see you again, then I'm not going to be like, oh, I never. But when I see you again, I'll be like, whoa, I got you in front of me. Kind of like a dog like that. We're like, ah, a FedEx truck. And then just start running after it. Kind of like that. But with people. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely the opposite way. I just uh, lots of lots of social regret. But uh, <laughs> lots of social. I mean, this is a great, a great uh, little, you know, little experiment and toy. I mean, it's a lot it's a lot of code because it's just like the same code copy and paste it over and over. Basically he demonstrates one way of producing a bounded loop in Bitcoin script, which, you know, is, is kind of, uh, you know, cumbersome to do, uh, as demonstrated by how much scrolling I'm having to do to just get to reasonable parts of it. But he, but he, you know, he, being super, he's like, you know, how feasible is this actually to do? And can I get it done? And he does. And it's really cool. He basically creates a, a you know, like, like in this image here, he creates a tape that, that carries with it instructions and then kind of reads from the tape and writes to the tape. And that informs how his loop goes. And Bitcoin script, this is really, it's just kind of a nasty thing to do. So naturally his scripts are really nasty, but, uh, it demonstrates that you can actually do this in Bitcoin script if if you'd want to do it. I'd guess these are like very large in size, maybe like a, I don't know, maybe a kilobyte 
or more. Um, is he the only person that's actually doing stuff? I feel like him and he's the only person I always hear about doing stuff with Bitcoin script these days. Is he the only person that's trying to do this? Like, no, there are other people. I just think they, I think they mostly, they don't communicate to people outside their circle of people. So there's like a lot of like the more academic Bitcoin developers who probably are all in their, like communicating all in their own circles and not really sharing their things with the wider world because on some level they believe that people won't appreciate it oh or you know or they you know or they're not like super proud with the results yet or i don't know but super i mean what i love is super you know pretty much shares all of his work very open with it mm-hmm. um i mean and it's demonstrated here there's not a lot of whole like i don't think a lot of people on stacker news even grok kind of what's going on fully with the project i don't, I don't. Um, yeah, I mean, it's a very, it's kind of a heady thing. It, it involves, you know, it alludes to a little bit of, uh, like computational theory and stuff. And so it's kind of, it's maybe not everyone's cup of tea, but it's, it's a lot of fun. Like this is another project that I think, uh, shows that Super's always, he's, he's always like fun first. Um, which is what, which is one of the things I really like about the stuff he does. But that that was my top story. Yeah, he's had uh, he had two. Oh, that was your top story. Okay, I was gonna say I was like, yeah. wow, he had two top posts of the week. Like, uh, my Did top. Do you have sto- another one? Well, the plug dev one. It's technically it's all oh, him. Right. Technically him and Austin. So, uh, my top that's story true. was the. Let me pull it up. Oh, you have it up there. Cool. Uh, was the Bitcoin app strike launches instant cheap remittances to Africa? So if you don't know, African Bitcoin conference is going on this week. Dude, it looks so cool, man. Like, have you seen have you all watched the, it? No, I haven't watched it. I'll probably spend time on Sunday watching it. But dude, it looks so cool. Just seeing all the pictures and everybody there having fun. Um, dude, bullish on Africa now, man. Like just seeing it from afar, like I want to go next year if they do it again. Um, it looks so like so much fun. Like I saw some pictures of Muzz and he's just like doing the drums. Just like, oh, that's badass. Mary, I don't remember Mary. She's yeah, a stack. She's a stacker. Yeah. She's out there like doing conferences now. It's crazy, dude. There's so much, so much cool stuff. Renata from Fediments there too. Like she's out there. Like, dude, a lot of a lot of friends are there. It's it's really cool to see everything going on. But this major announcement came out. Strike launched instant cheap remittances to Africa. So now people in Nigeria, Kenya, and Ghana can now receive instant low-cost remittance payments in a local currency. And they're they're partnered with Bitnob. So I'm not sure how uh, Jack had a thread on Twitter that explained like how it's how it's going, how how basically the two balance sheets go back and forth between Bitnob and Strike. Um, but apparently, as you know, Africa's you know needs needs uh, dollars, um, and uh, Strike think they can help them. So it's it's working now. There's a lot. If you go on Twitter right now and you just type in this, there's people showing the uh, the transactions go through. So it's kind of cool. It kind of goes to that thing that I think maybe you had mentioned it at one time earlier this year where you were saying like it's basically us going from uh, uh, like the the like the regular phone lines to like VoIP or something and we just use the internet and this is now you're you're saying like okay now we're doing the same thing but with like paint with with money we're just using the um, like we're getting rid of all these like you know these hard to move uh, transfers on, on like this banking swift side of things. And we're moving and we're just using that on top of like lightning rails. And it's just this payment. I remember you saying that earlier on and we're seeing it here kind of play out exactly like that. So, 
Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't remember saying that, but uh, I mean, I might have said something like that. I think I'm. Not, I'm struggling. I, I should read that Jack's thread because I don't actually understand how this works entirely. If you go to the comment section on Stacker News on this, uh, GMD asks, you know, why wasn't this done before? Like, why isn't Western Union or something doing this using, you know, because they Western Union has a database too where they could say, you give them money in New York City, I want to send you know, $10 to Nigeria. They update an entry in their database. And now in Nigeria, they can, uh, they can see that in the database, there's $10 supposed to be in this account in Western Union. Why isn't Western Union doing something like this? Uh, and I, so I don't really have a good answer to it. I think what, I think really what it is, is likely Western Union has a monopoly on like partnerships with, with, with a ton of international banks. I think that's likely what Western Union's competitive advantage is. And so what's cool about something like Lightning is Strike can transfer value to Bitnob without a bank. They don't need a they don't need a bank in between them. Like Strike has its banking partnerships in the United States and Bitnob has its banking partnerships in Africa and the bridge is this open source payment technology that doesn't require permission from anyone and they can just choose par to partner together and effectively connect United States banks to African banks without a Western Union, without any convoluted uh, like single corporation controlling it all. And so I think that's really what the, that's, that's that's like, that exactly seems to me. What, yeah, it's exactly what you had said earlier. It's like we're moving from this like VoIP, like you know how when we went from like phone and like phone, you know, plugged into here or whatever, and then like you'd have to pick up the phone and get a dial tone, then you dial the phone. And then we went to like VoIP and then it and then and then all of a sudden now we don't even use regular phone lines anymore. They're gone. And it's the same thing that's happening again. It's like you need dollars, cool, then get it from your get it from Bitnob. You need dollars in America, cool, get it from Strike. It's like those two endpoints and they just need to Yeah. Yeah. It's magic and internet it's money, like, it's cool. <laughs> yeah, it's really it's like broke it's 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 like what they what Lightning did was break apart like break apart this monopoly um, that West, companies like Western Union mm -hmm. were able to get with their with through their like partnerships and deal making and all that old fashioned nonsense that software tends to destroy. Yeah, no more middlemen. Um, no more middlemen. This is and then all also right, too also one more thing yeah. and then also too gridless got launched too in Africa this week. They're doing like a yeah. uh, I don't know if you saw that the hydro box. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that. I haven't read uh, in depth about it yet. I was I, I was going to make that. That's that's one of the struggles I was I was having. I was going to make that one of my top stories, but I chose Superstory instead. Um, but yeah, I, I've been seeing some threads about it and and how they're able to provide cheaper electricity to people as a result of it. But I haven't read much more about like how, like what how it actually works and what the company actually plans to do at scale and stuff. Yeah, should be cool. Africa's booming. Should be cool. Yeah, Africa's. I mean, Africa is one of these countries like India and China where the demographics are like very favorable. They have like very young populations, unlike uh, a lot of Western countries who where we haven't been actually having children and stuff. And their populations are exploding, and then they're also getting wealthier at the same time. And uh, you see a lot of you see a lot of. Uh, company like incubators like Y Combinator taking an abnormal interest in both India and 
in co- countries like Nigeria because there's so, there's so much talent that uh, is just like waiting to be tapped there. So mm-hmm. uh, very, very bullish on on Africa entrepreneurship and, you know, and especially Bitcoin entrepreneurship, because it seems like Bitcoin has quite, you know, quite uh, serious utility there. Yeah. Anyway, uh, uh, super. <coughs> we'll get into. <coughs> well, you okay? <laughs> I'm losing my, I'm losing my voice or something. Um, super, super stat segment. Uh, if I have water, I don't know. But uh, anyway, top stackers of the week: Jocko, who works at Bitbox, uh, stacked eighteen thousand sets. Julian, who we discussed earlier, the, the CEO of uh, at Apollo, stacked almost sixteen thousand. Cali, who is the uh, like founder and maintainer of uh, Cashew, stacked thirteen thousand. Uh, AMA, almost twelve. Raheem, CryptoCoin, a lot of top stackers. Some some of the, some usual names, some unusual ones. Uh, spenders, probably not much different. Oh, looks like Max Webster stepped in and, and dropped a nice chunk of sats at some point. Uh, we're reaching the top of the list. Blockstream. I wonder what Blockstream spent sats on. Oh, the jobs, do, maybe? Do they have jobs? Oh, they put up a job. Yeah, that's probably what Dude, they did. Dude, you got did. some really good jobs there. Look at this. I'm looking oh. at your jobs board. Wow. Got some yeah. Heavy I mean, we started putting companies. up... We've started putting up our own jobs uh, or putting up jobs for other people. But yeah, there are some people like uh, Blockstream came on and put up some jobs and Bold and Synonym and stuff. They're uh, putting up their own jobs, which is awesome. Um, Yeah. And then in addition to Super's Super Stat segment is the user analytics for the week. So we... We enhance these a little bit so that you can kind of see how many people are spending and stacking on what type of activities. And so it looks like predominantly most people stack on comments is one thing you can kind of pull out from the data. And then what's what I found interesting once I once I actually started visualizing this is there are quite a few people who post and comment on Stacker News but don't tip. They're like they they only they only come to post and comment, and they but they aren't like they don't spread the sats once they get them, which is which is uh, normal. You know, I don't I'm not mean to discourage that behavior. It's just that it was an interesting observation because I assumed everyone who is posting and commenting would also spend and tip people, but it appears to not be the case. I recently introduced donations. Oh, what's uh, that? Where you can donate to da- you can donate to daily rewards, um, so that the rewards pot can maybe be bigger for the day. So you can see here, we got almost 80,000 in donations for the day. And the oh, daily, that's a, good, that's a good idea. The daily, yeah, because it seemed like some people wanted to contribute sats to, or make, help the site grow, but they didn't want to like put in the effort of commenting and posting a lot. And so they, you know, sats are kind of an easy way to contribute without having to commit to being an active user. So that's kind of what this is. Anyway, we're almost at 100,000 sats for people who contributed top content and stuff today. Um, nice. But that, that's pretty much it for top. Nice. 
Let me read the... I should have been looking this up when you were... Uh, the boost? Yeah, we didn't read it last week. I don't know why. I think I just forgot. Uh, let's read the boost, what we got here. Stack of news. All right. So I'll do the next... Wow. The blockchain boog. He said... Uh, on the last one, okay, cool. So he said on the episode "Ancient Apocalypse," really, he said, "Better late than never." Haha, ha, this one got me, got by my, got by me. I guess he's talking about ancient, ancient apocalypse. People really love the uh, ancient apocalypse. It looks like. That's right, Car. You need to change your mind about it. And watch it. <laughs> I've been watching just a lot of Hulu stuff lately at night. Just a lot of horror stuff. I don't know why. I've been in a horror kick. I did see that 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 movie uh, with uh, Matt Damon and like Ben Affleck, where he has like blonde hair. It's like an old medieval times thing. That was pretty oh. deep, dude. Watch that on Hulu, man. That thing was pretty epic. It's like three acts, three different stories. It's a pretty damn good movie. Oh, I know the movie you're talking. Is it the movie where? Oh no, that's not Ben Affleck. I'm thinking of the different one. This is yeah. like an old movie you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. No, this yeah. is like no, this is like tw- last year, two years ago. Anyway, it was a great a movie. Night's Tale or something. Okay. Something it's like it's something like that, but uh, you should check it out. I forget the name. It was good. Anyways, okay. you have a great weekend, yeah. Keon. I'll see you next time on Stacker News you Live. You too. Bye, Stacker. Zap.